Welcome to Miss V the Storyteller Podcast. This podcast is for anyone who has lost their voice and want to get it back. I lost my voice at a very young age, and it took me years of pain and hurt to get it back. On this podcast, I will bring you personal stories that will make you laugh, cry, think, heal, and in some cases, propel you into making new and better choices. At the end of each story, I give you my thoughts and I ask you probing questions to make you think. No one is perfect and no answer is wrong. So let's get started. be the storyteller. The story I have for you today is called The Wedding in the Black Dress. I am someone who loves weddings. I enjoy seeing the love and happiness on the couple's face as they glaze into each other's eyes on that big day. Because of this love, I found myself planning weddings for family and friends and loved every single wedding. However, I had a wedding that was the wedding of all weddings. Let me tell you all about it. A good friend of mine's daughter was getting married and they asked me to be the wedding planner. Of course, I agreed. The first thing I did was have a meeting with the bride and groom without the bride's mother. If the bride's mother was in the room the two of them would have come to blows. (laughs) Yes, they loved each other, but they had two different points of view. Thank God the groom's mother, she lived out of state. I had them make a list separately of the things they wanted in the wedding and put it in categories, must have or would love and I want, but I can live without. I thought this was a great idea because it worked so well in the past, but it was not. They almost canceled the wedding over this list. Listen, y'all, I understood the bride's point of view. It was supposed to be a wedding, not a martial arts show on water. Let me explain what I mean. The bride's list was the normal thing a bride would want on a wedding day. Nothing out of the ordinary. However, the groom's list was different. He practiced martial arts and wanted it to be a part of the wedding. He also wanted to float on water down the aisle like Jesus. Those requests was listed under must have. Oh my goodness. When I saw his list, I knew this wedding was going to be a problem. The bride, she lost it. She said there was no way in hell she was going to make their wedding a martial arts show on water. It took me almost an hour to come up with a compromise. Walking on water was out of the question. 
the groom saw a friend of his wedding video and through technology, he made the groom look as if he was walking on water. I told him if he found someone that can do that for him, I had no problem, but I was not going to do it. And he took that pretty well. Next, I told him, okay, if you want to have the guys from your martial art group to be a part of the wedding, they could line up on both sides of the aisle and draw their swords as the two of you exited the church. He agreed. Ooh, y'all, praise the Lord, that was over. Once we had everything finalized for the wedding, it was time to travel to Long Island for the big day. They chose to have the wedding in his hometown so that his family could be a part of the wedding. That was one of the longest road trip I have ever taken in my life. When we arrived, I met his family and told them all about the wedding. OMG. This became a problem from the time I opened my mouth. The mother of the groom hated the groom's father and refused to sit with him in the church. I told her it wouldn't be a problem. I would just have them seated in different rows and enter at different times. Now, let me give you the highlights of the wedding rehearsal. The mother of the groom, she didn't show up to the wedding rehearsal, so she had no idea what to do on wedding day. The groom, he kept trying to change things at the rehearsal and the bride was getting madder and madder. I had to put my foot down on this dude. He was losing his mind. The cousin who was going to sing couldn't remember the words to the song she was supposed to sing, y'all. The organist, she didn't even know the song that the songstress was supposed to sing. So, if or when the cousin was going to sing, she would have to sing a cappella. Trust me, y'all. She needed all the music she could get because I heard her practicing in the hotel and that girl, she was tone deaf. The good thing about the rehearsal, everyone else loved the ideas I had for the wedding and they were excited. Finally got the groom on board and we were ready. When we got back to the hotel, I had a long talk with the bride. I wanted to make sure she wanted to go through with the wedding she seemed so unhappy. She did admit she had some concerns, but her parents had put out so much money and everyone had traveled so far, she didn't want to disappoint anyone. I told her that everyone would get over it. All we wanted was for her to be happy. She assured me she was fine and wanted to go ahead with the wedding, so we did. The wedding day. Everyone was all dressed and ready for the big day, but there was no sign of the groom's mother. We waited as long as we could, but the, the pastor said they had another engagement after the wedding, so we had to get started. And that's exactly what I did. I started the wedding. Just as the bridesmaids were about to walk down the aisle, the mother of the groom showed up with her mother, the groom's grandmother. 
They both were dressed in all black from the top of their heads to the bottom of their feet. I couldn't believe my eyes. Once I got the shock off of my face, I noticed everyone was looking at me wanting to know what to do. I ran over to the organist and asked her to play some soft music, grabbed two ushers to escort them down the aisle on row number three because she didn't come to rehearsal, she didn't want to sit beside her ex, and she was late. I didn't care if she was mad at me or not. She should have been at the rehearsal. What was important to me was making the bride and groom happy. The tone deaf singer still didn't know the words to the song and used her phone to get the words to sing the song a cappella. Y'all, she sounded a hot mess. And I was so happy when she was finished. The best man, he lost the ring and didn't notice until it was almost time for him to give it to the groom. When that happened, I felt like walking out of that church, getting on a plane, and flying myself home. But my love for my friend and her daughter helped me push my way through and finish the wedding. Again, I had to run over to the organist, ask her to play some more soft music. I gave a Bible to a family member and had her read a passage from the Bible while we look for the ring. Y'all, God gave me the perfect passage for her to read, and it was long enough to give us time to find the ring. Once I found the ring, I gave it to the last groomsman and had him pass it down to the best man just as the family member was finishing the passage. Woo, y'all. Finally, the wedding was over. Time for pictures and the reception. The reception was going well until the groom's mother wanted to dance with the groom before the bride and groom's first dance. I put a stop to that mess right away. I could care less if that woman liked me or not. I told her she could dance with her son after the bride and groom's dance and I walked away. She allowed that to happen, but she did get me back, y'all. She walked right on the floor and interrupted their dance before the song was finished. You should have seen the look on the bride's face. My heart went out to her. The woman was dancing with her son as if it was her man slash lover. It was so inappropriate. I had to hold back the bride's mother and father. That woman had no clue I saved her life that day. The parents of the bride had had enough with her mess. When she finished her inappropriate dancing with her son, she wanted the bride to do one of those dances where you pin money on the bride's dress so that she would dance with you. I have always hated that and did not plan it as a part of the wedding. The bride, she didn't like it either. So I let loose the mother of the bride on her butt. 
the mother of the bride snatched that woman off the dance floor so fast and I just sat back and watched to make sure the bride's mother didn't put her hands on the groom's mother. She didn't, but she told her off and warned her if she did anything else, she was going to let her husband loose on her hind pots. <laughs> that conversation calmed her messy self down and she was good for the rest of the reception. This wedding was one of those weddings I have never forgotten. I learned a lot from it and I will probably never forget it. Here are my thoughts. As you listen to this story, you can tell the groom's mother wasn't a real fan of the bride. She kept this a secret until everyone arrived, then she showed her butt. However, she didn't anticipate that the bride's mother was a straight up gangster <laughs> and the wedding planner me wasn't a pushover. Remember the martial art floating on water mess? Well, none of that happened. The groomsmen, they didn't want to do it. And the groom couldn't find a guy who could make him float on water like Jesus. Thank God for that. I am sad to tell y'all, the marriage did not last. You probably already knew that. However, they do have two amazing daughters. Here are my questions. Have you been in a wedding and you knew it wasn't going to last? Would you say something to the bride or groom if you felt the wedding wasn't a good idea? All right, friends. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I pray that this episode has brought some joy to your life and you have learned something about yourself. If you like what you hear, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. And for more information about Miss V the Storyteller, you can visit my website at MissVTheStoryteller.GoDaddySites.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.